up, happy and healthy? Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Ginny Namapola. If this is your first time seeing my podcast or, oh, someone just walked by my window. And it was not like the front window, it was the side window. So that kind of like freaked me out. Um, anyway, but yeah, this is your first time joining my podcast. Welcome to Happy and Healthy. I'm your host, Ginny Amapola. And the whole goal of my podcast is to help you, to help you thrive in life, to be more happy and healthy in all aspects of life, mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And I'm just someone that really strives for overall health, mental health, physical health, emotional health, spiritual health. And I just want to hopefully help y'all get there as well. Now, if you are new here and maybe you haven't heard this before, um, I do uh, voice memos from you guys where you guys are able to submit voice memos on my page and they're so encouraging to listen to. I love sharing them. I love including you guys in the podcast. I also love doing the ones that you guys uh, submit when you have questions. So if you ever have a question, I can hopefully try to include those into a future episode that it pertains to. But I've gotten the voice memo from someone today. Her name is Anna and I'm going to be playing this for you guys today. Now, if you want to participate in the next one, there is a little feature down below underneath the podcast and the YouTube channel to where you can um, submit that. Also, if you guys don't know, we do upload these every single Tuesday on YouTube. So if you guys are interested in watching the podcast as well, which I know some people like to do over just listening to them, you guys can check out the YouTube channel. Make sure you guys subscribe and also just go check that out as well if you want to see my face. Now, let's go ahead and play this voice memo from my lovely follower and listener, Anna. Janine, hi. I just wanted to say that I found your podcast less than a week ago and I've listened to every single episode already (laughs) I I am so grateful for every single episode like I keep scrolling I'm like oh that one sounds good and every single one without fail like hits exactly on something that I needed to hear so I just wanted to say thank you for being so open and honest about your past and and how to grow and and learn through them because that's not an easy thing to share. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say thank you and keep doing what you're doing because I know that this is gonna this touches so many people and it's gonna continue to touch so many people. Um, so yeah, thank you and God bless. I love it. Thank you so much, Anna, for submitting that. Um, that's super sweet, super encouraging, and just keeps me going. Encourages me to do what I do. Um, but for today's episode, you guys, I am wanting to do a solo episode. I want to just to sit down with you guys. I love doing these personally where, um, I just hang out with you guys and kind of update you on kind of like what's been going on, but not even just that. Like, I feel like I just have learned already so much in 2021, so much in 2020. I'm 27 years old now, and I wanted to do an entire episode of 20 things I've learned as I've gotten older. Now, this is going to be just like, I'm your big sister. I'm sitting down. I'm chatting with you. So this is just going to be me filling you in on things that I've learned the hard way and the good way. And just to overall help you guys out so you don't make these same mistakes. And just things for you just to remember as you're going through life. Maybe you're younger. Maybe you're in high school. Maybe you're in college. And you're like, I'm figuring this out. And believe me, I totally know. But I feel like I have just been through so much in my life, it feels like. 
And even though I'm 27, I look back and I'm like, I feel like I can relate to a lot of girls in a lot of different seasons because I've been there. I've done that. I've walked through heartbreak. I've walked through, you know, all sorts of things. So I want to go through just like my list of like 20 things I've learned in my life. Uh, Like I said, the hard way and the easy way. But mainly the hard way. I feel like that's how you learn things the most is through the hard times. The hard seasons are really what shape you and shift you and teach you and grow you and refine you. And that's if you let them, you know what I mean? So I feel like there's always a lesson you can learn from the hard seasons. And so I want to just share with you guys all the things I've learned. And I'm hoping this helps you guys out. If you feel like this episode is a blessing to you, if you've learned anything please make sure you share on Instagram that you're listening because we do repost every single one of those. I love to repost those on my personal page as well when you're listening and just really is encouraging for me to hear whenever you guys are liking this episode or these episodes. So make sure you guys share this as well. But all right, it's been long enough. Let's just get right into today's episode and I hope you guys enjoy it. Okay, I will be looking at my list. So if you're watching the YouTube, you'll see me looking at the list. But I feel like I won't be able to do this episode properly if I don't have my list in front of me. But I just kind of sat last night and was just reflecting. And I think it's really important to do that. Um, I think it's really helpful just to look back at old times and just reflect and be like, okay, what has God done? Where is God taking me? What are things that he's been teaching me? What has been good in life? What's been bad in life? You know what I mean? And so I think reflecting, journaling, praying, all that stuff is very, very helpful. And so it's kind of what I did last night. I just reflected on like, what are all the things I've learned, you know, in the last couple years, I feel like pretty much my, the most growth and change I saw in my life was from college to, I guess now. And so over a time span of maybe six, no, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, maybe six to eight years. I feel like there were so many hard seasons, so many things that the Lord was teaching me. And I just feel like I'm ready to kind of like share this advice from me being now on the other side of like, I've overcome. I feel like I'm in a really good spot to like help people out and like give good advice. So I'm really hoping these help you guys out. Let's begin, shall we? All right. Number one is a smaller circle of friends is okay. The quality of friends is more important than the quantity of friends. Now, I feel like in high school and college, I was dying so much to be popular, to be liked, to be accepted, probably even like, you know, a little bit after college, like maybe like a year after college or so. I really wanted to fit in. I really wanted as many friends as possible. I prided myself in being known or walking into a room and everyone being like, oh my gosh, Janine, or people just knowing who I was. And there was so much pride wrapped into that. And As I got older, I started realizing that, you know, obviously who you surround yourself with is who you will become. And so I started shedding friends, shedding different friend groups and realizing that like if these people are not making me better, they're not bringing me closer to Jesus. They're not making me look better, look more like Jesus. And I don't feel like my best absolute self in front of them. Then like I don't necessarily need these people in my life. And again, I've said this before in other episodes, like it's not that you're being rude or you're just like, I don't need you or you're cutting them off. But I do think that having a smaller circle of friends is okay and valuing those friendships and really pouring in and investing and having them pour back into you and investing as well. Having accountability, having true friends that call you higher, make you look more like Jesus and that are trustworthy, solid people in your life. That matters more than just having 
you know, a hundred random friends that don't truly know you, that truly don't really care about you, that are just kind of there to have fun and just to get Instagram pictures with you and make it look like you guys are having the time of your life when in reality you're not. I think there's something that we all deeply value and that is to be known and that is to be loved and that is to be cherished. And so if we can have people that are doing that for us and also us being that for someone else, I think is so much more valuable. So don't feel bad if you have three close friends and then you're looking at everyone else and they have like 30 and you're like, how much can, time can you actually invest into 30 people anyway? You know what I mean? So I do feel like I have probably like, I mean, I guess if I look at like the list of like who I want as my bridesmaids one day, it's probably about 11 girls. And those are girls that I really want to invest in and that I really believe in. I trust. I can tell them anything and vice versa. So I just feel like I don't need 100 friends. I don't need 30 friends. I don't need 20 friends. I don't need 15. I'm happy with my like 11, 12 close best friends. That's number one. Number two is healing is so important. Deal with your past. I have talked about this so much and I am still a firm believer in this 100%. I really believe healing is so valuable, especially if you want to be ready for the next relationship, for marriage, for dating, for anything. I mean, taking time to be alone, to get healthy, to do counseling, to do therapy, to read books, to work on yourself, to work on your mental health. That's why I make this podcast because I'm very, I'm a deep believer. I'm a firm believer in just healing and getting healthy in all aspects of life because I really think it matters because when you start to date believe me insecurities that you didn't even know were there are going to start coming out and so I think that's why it's very important to deal with your past deal with your past sins deal with your past struggles deal with the past secrets deal with the baggage deal with the things that you've been hiding tell someone be open about it Um, and just don't hide all that stuff because it's going to come out in some shape or form. It's going to manifest in some shape or form somewhere else in your life. So learning to heal, being open, revealing what you need to heal. You cannot heal what you will not reveal. So revealing things that you're embarrassed of or ashamed of and just being open about it because I really believe there is so much freedom and confession and just asking the Lord, Lord, like, what do I need to work on? And I believe that God is someone that wants to help you find freedom. God is someone that wants to go with you through that journey. God wants you to find freedom and healing. That's like his whole thing is just he wants his children to be free and and not have baggage and shame and guilt. And so I'm very thankful that I took time to be single, to get into counseling, to read books, to journal, to do all the self-help books that dealt with you know, forgiveness and shame and, and, you know, past hurts and breakups and all that stuff. I think it's very, very important to do that. So that would be my number. My number two thing is healing is important. Please deal with your past because you don't want your past hurts to bleed on someone else that, you know, they didn't, they didn't deserve that. They never were someone that was, you know, meant for that to be bled on. So make sure you're dealing with that now. Number three is who you are in the private is who you will be in the public. Integrity is everything and God will honor this. So by what I mean in this is who you are in the quiet time when you're alone, when the doors are shut, is who you will be, whether you like it or not, in public. So if you're someone in the private, you are a liar or you're stealing or you're, you know, dealing with some lustful issues, you're looking at porn or masturbating by yourself, or you're, I don't know, just I really believe all the things that are done in the darkness will always eventually be brought to the light. 
And that's why I think a lot of this, a lot of us has seen, have seen influencers become canceled or, you know, they've gone to these scandals because things that they were doing in the darkness and things that they didn't think they would get caught for, eventually they got caught because they were like, I'll be fine. No one else is going to know, but God sees everything. And it's not to scare you, but it also is to scare you because I really do believe being someone full of integrity is really important because I think that's something my dad always taught me growing up was that like, you do live for an audience of one and God is always watching. And like, at the end of the day, you know, if you can't lie your head down at night, which I'll talk about this later, but like, if you can't lie your head down at night and feel good about who you are and the decisions you're making, then like, is it really worth it? And so I believe, for example, like if you, and this is still an area where I'm struggling, like I struggle with, you know, wanting to not listen to, to rap music. Cause it's probably one of my most favorite genres when I'm working out. And a lot of that music has a lot of like cuss words and stuff. And even though like no one has to know that I'm listening to that because I'm like, it's just my Spotify. No one's got to know. I've noticed that if I listen to a lot of rap music, I'll start cussing and I'll be like, oh my gosh. And I'll do that in front of people. And I'm like, where did that come from? That came from the private places that came from me being alone. And so I really do believe that like the hard work and the true integrity and the true character is in the private areas. When the door is shut, when no one's looking, it's like, who are you when no one is looking? Because I do believe that will come out in some shape or form in the public and people will be like, oh, that's who you really are. So I want to be someone that is full of integrity and character offline and online, you know, open doors, closed doors. Like that's how I want to be. And I'm still working on it, of course. Like I'm not saying I'm this perfect person, but that's something I strive for because I really believe it matters. Okay, that's number three. Number four, trust your spirit and your gut. It knows when something is up. Now, I truly wholeheartedly believe that our bodies and our spirits and our guts are telling us when something is wrong. And there's so many dang times, and I've been there, done that, when I have ignored this intuition, I have ignored my spirit, I've ignored the pinging in my conscience of the Lord being like, don't do it, don't do it, something's not right, don't go there. And I'm like, no, no, it'll be fine. I like plug my ears and I'm like, I swear it's going to be fine. And then lo and behold, I get myself into some trouble and I'm like, how did I get here? It's because I ignored that. And I really do believe that our bodies, our spirits, they know when something is up. Oh, I think someone's mowing the lawn. Are you kidding me? But I really do believe that our bodies know what's up. And so make sure you're conscientious of that. Make sure you're like listening to that because I really do believe that is our spirit. That is God pinging us. Hey, watch out. Don't do that. Don't step there. Don't go there. Don't look there. Whatever, because he's just trying to protect us. So I really believe our bodies know that. So just be listening to that. <clears throat> I'm about to pop off on this one because this is something I really had to learn the hard way, unfortunately. And it is. Dating men just because you're bored or lonely isn't worth it. Stop forcing what's not to stop forcing what's not meant to be. The lack of peace or lack of safety will eventually get to you. And what I mean by this is there were men, I think probably like, you know, a year and a half, two years ago, I was just kind of entertaining because I was like, yeah, they're cute and they're godly and they're fun to talk to and I'm bored and I live alone. And so it's kind of nice to have someone just to call and just to talk to because why not? And I look back and I'm like, why did you do that? A, I wasted their time. B, I wasted my time. I just like got all these feelings involved. I hurt their feelings because I cut them off and it's just not worth it. It's not worth 
to hurt somebody, just talk for fun because you're bored or lonely. You're playing games with someone else's heart. And there isn't a full lack of peace ever because that's not the person I'm supposed to marry or date. And that's not a fun feeling because I lie my head down at night and I'm like, something feels wrong. And the Lord's like, um, hello, red flag. He's not for you. I think more than anything, girls want to feel safe in a relationship. And when you're entertaining dusty men or men that are just not who God has for you or men that are just like, God, God's just like, what are you doing? Like, you're just bored. You're just wasting time. There's not going to be a safety because that's not your dang person. And so eventually the lack of peace, the lack, lack of safety will eventually get to you. So I think I should, I would have told probably even like 20, oh, there's the lawnmower guy right by the window. Pause for lawnmower. <laughs> okay. I'm not exactly sure what I was saying because of the lawnmower, but, um, Basically, yeah, eventually the lack of peace and the lack of safety will eventually get to you and you'll realize I just wasted time and I shouldn't have entertained this. And so I wish I could have told 2016 Janine, 2017 Janine, and probably maybe even like 2018 Janine, like it ain't worth it. Just stop. Be content on your singleness, which I mean, I feel like the last year I was very content, but I think even before that I was still like, I need to have somebody when you don't. You don't, and that's a whole separate podcast, and I've talked about this before, but that's something I would tell my younger self is, like, you don't need to talk to them. Be happy, very content in yourself, and just God and you, and just do you, boo. Like, you get healthy. You get you get whole apart from this person, and you don't need just a random man just to fill your time. You know what I mean? So maybe that's you. Maybe you're entertaining someone, and you're like, I really don't think this is smart. You're probably right. It's not, and you know, and again, your gut will tell you, and you already know. Number six is outgrowing people and things is natural and okay. Again, do not force what is not meant to be. I've learned as I've gotten older, there's people that I've outgrown and there's friendships that I feel like I'm striving and I'm forcing so badly to work and it just ain't there. Like I'll be with this person and there's just no banter. It's just dead. There's no, there's just nothing there. And you're just forcing it just to force it because you're like, well, we have history. We've been friends and I love this person. And that's sweet. It doesn't mean that you can't love them or still care about them. But I've realized like there's things that I've outgrown that is totally okay. And I don't want people to pigeonhole me to a certain, excuse me. Why do I burp every episode? I think I have acid reflex, but I don't want people to pigeonhole me to like, well, you liked that a year ago or you liked that two years ago. And I'm, and I'm kind of like, yeah, but people change, you know, desires change, wants change, all that changes, feelings change. And I think just being okay with that. And you know, it's not to say that you just toss everything that doesn't serve you anymore. Cause there's that whole saying like anything that doesn't serve me anymore, just get rid of it. And I'm like, not necessarily. I don't really wholeheartedly believe that, but I do believe like if you're struggling with a friend and it's just not there, like be okay just to love them from afar and still care about them and check up on them eventually, but don't force it if it's not there anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that's okay. As you get older, your desires, time frames, everything changes, and that's just part of life, unfortunately. Okay, number seven is, I'm going to have to give some background to this, but it is book the dang ticket, LOL. There will be a time when you can't do that any longer. Now, within reason, I understand, you know, there's financial restrictions, COVID restrictions, there's all sorts of restrictions. Not everyone can has, has the privilege and the opportunity just to book a dang ticket whenever you want. But if you have the time to travel, to go live your life, to go live in a van, to go cliff jumping, to go do things that you want to do while you're young, go dang do it. Don't think twice or maybe think, maybe think a little bit about it. Have some wisdom and discernment, of course, but 
book the dang ticket because there's going to be a time in your life where you're going to look back and you're going to be like, dang it. I really wish I booked that. I really wish I went. I really wish I used my time more wisely. I wish I traveled more. I wish I explored. I wish I did all the things I wanted to do. I personally don't want to look back at my life and be like, dang, I just wish I would have done that more. You know what I mean? I think there has to be a balance between, of course, investing in people, hanging out, church, family, friends, but there are also times where you can be selfish and you can say, I'm sorry, I'm going to go travel. And people are going to look at you like, oh, you're traveling again. Cause I've had people do this to me. Like, oh, let me guess. Like you're in Italy this weekend and next you're going to be in Tokyo. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I am, which that's not the actual case, but people are going to make fun of you for things and you have to be accepting and willing to just be like, yep, sorry, you're probably not going to understand me. And that's totally okay, but I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing this for me. And book the dang ticket and go travel, sis. Go have fun, be free, budget, save your money, but also like go live your life. I don't think you'll regret it. And when you're married and have kids one day, you won't be able to do that as easily. Trust me, like my brothers and sisters, they tell me this all the time. So while I'm young and I'm 27, I'm like, I'm booking the dang ticket within reason, of course. Hi, guys. Um, editing Janine here, I just realized I, as I was like going through this, I realized that I completely skipped from number seven to 11 and I missed three really big ones in there. So what the freak is wrong with me? Yeah, I definitely took an L on that one. So very, very sorry. I'm just going to jump in here really quickly. Um, you're, if you're watching the YouTube channel, you're just going to have the audio of this because I just am inserting the audio. Um, but I do feel like these three are really, really important. So I'm just going to kind of go through them really quickly. Number eight is savor all the moments with your parents. One day you'll regret not spending more time with them. This is definitely something as I've gotten older, I have really, really prioritized is realizing that my parents will not be here forever. I remember growing up, I was always like, I don't need my parents. Like, I know we all kind of go through that bratty stage of like, I don't need my parents and like, I'm fine without them. But as I've gotten older, and this is specifically why I pretty much moved back to Dallas was because I was like, my parents are getting older. There will be a time when we will not have them. And I really just want to savor every moment, every conversation. Um, and there's times where like, I've even like sobbed on the phone when on mute, when my mom was just giving me like the most mundane conversation, because I was remembering that like, there is going to be a time where I can't just have a mundane conversation with my mom anymore. So be intentional about hanging out with your parents, you know, spending time with them because I really think it matters and you will never regret this. And looking back, you're going to be like, I wish I spent more time. So savor every moment with your parents. If you have both your parents, if you've lost a parent or both your parents, I'm so sorry. I'm sure that you probably can attest to this, that you wish maybe you spent more time or whatever. And I don't know exactly, obviously what everyone's relationship looks like with their parents, but just something I wanted to throw out there really quickly. Okay. Number nine is taking time to be present. So what this means is that when you're in certain moments, don't be in such a rush or a hurry to go to the next thing or not being present fully to where you're having conversations and you're really just sitting in the moment and fully enjoying it. Now, something that I learned with this book called The Power of Now, the one thing that stuck out to me in this one book, and it's probably the only thing I can remember from this book, is using all your senses. I actually still do this to this day. If I'm in a moment that I still, like, if I just love it so much and I'm, like, super excited to be there, what you do is you use all your senses. You, like, what are you tasting? Are you eating something? Are you drinking something at that time? What are you feeling? Are you feeling happy? Are you feeling joyful? Are you feeling just content? What is, what is it that you're smelling? 
Um, is it a candle? Is it food? What is it? Or what are you seeing? Making sure that you're being very intentional and present at looking at and remembering and taking a mental image of what is it that I'm seeing? And then hearing, what are the sounds you hear? I remember there was one moment, this was probably six years ago. Now I was in Hawaii and I was on this hike and we took a second just to stop. And at the very top of the hike, I just closed my eyes and I remember feeling like, okay, there's dirt underneath my hands. I'm feeling the wind on my skin and it felt amazing. I'm hearing the wind blowing on me. Obviously, I wasn't tasting anything. I was feeling so content. I remember just talking to the Lord at that moment. I was smelling like the fresh air. And that moment still sticks out to me to this day because I was fully, fully present in that moment and really took in time to enjoy that moment. So wherever you are, just be present and don't try to just rush off and be on your phone and just distracted. Like take a second to really try to remember the moments that you're in because they will pass quickly and they're really easy to forget. Number 10 is change your playmates and your playgrounds. This is super, super crucial. Essentially what this means is if you are struggling in life if you're you know maybe struggling to give up alcohol then you need to look at who are your playmates and who are your playgrounds so if the people you're hanging out with always want to go party then you're the bar might be the playground the playmates are the people you're going to party with and so that's just an example but if there's people that are not bringing you higher calling you higher people that you don't feel your best around change your playmates in your playgrounds this really is so crucial this will change the, tra- the trajectory trajectory of your life why can i not pronounce that trajectory of your life and it did for me and that was the biggest thing I did was just changing who I surrounded myself with where I went what we did with our time what we did on the weekends um I gave up going to the bars gave up kind of going to that like party lifestyle and instead my friends and I you know we're just hanging out doing bonfires worship nights game nights just making different decisions and just changing who you hang out with and where you hang out with them matters so much in your life. And the Bible talks about this all the time, about how bad company corrupts good morals. And like, if you uh, want to, it says, I think it says like a fool surrounds themselves with like, you know, foolish company or something like that. So just choosing who you hang out with, it really, really matters. Um, okay. Those are the things I left out. I don't know how I did that, but I did. So I hope those help. And now on to number 11. Number 11 is be generous within reason. Blessing someone is never something you will regret. So what I mean by this is donate, help, you know, give someone a gift, be kind, go out of your way to love, to serve, to give someone, because I just feel like you'll never regret it. I was going to say regret it. (laughs) I hate myself. Regret it. And I just think, of course, there's healthy boundaries. There's some people that will take advantage of this. Y'all probably know who that is in your life. I know who that is in my life personally. But overall, being generous, giving, just giving without, you know, expecting anything in return is something that you won't regret. And I really do believe that God really highly favors and blesses a generous giver that has a pure intention and a pure heart when you're giving. So, Buy someone coffee, you know, treat someone to a gift, treat someone to dinner, give someone a random letter, buy someone a random gift card, just do something, be generous. And I really believe that God sees that and it makes you feel really dang good too. You're like, dang, like I really got to bless someone today. And it's such a good feeling. So giving back is really, really helpful. Number 12 is prioritize health. It changes everything when you do. This is anything to do with sleep, skin, confidence, gut health, weight, all of it. And this is something that as I got older, I think right when I moved 
back from Austin to Dallas after college. This is when I started working out. I started really taking health more seriously. I started looking into more vitamins and eating differently and working out and not working out to punish myself, but to reward myself because it's just something that you should do daily that's good for you. You know, using the sunscreen, getting skin treatments, drinking water, prioritizing sleep, working on my confidence, working on my self-esteem, you know, taking breaks from social media, doing things that mentally are good for you. I think health is something that we take for granted. If you are a healthy person, we take this for granted because let me tell you, unhealthy people are looking at healthy people and they're like, I'm so jealous. Like, I wish I had what you had. So making sure that we are making the best of it, prioritizing our health, doing whatever we can to be healthy because it's something that if you lose it, it's very, very hard to get back. And this is something that I really, really prioritize because I think it really matters and it affects everything you do. It affects your mood, your skin, your body, your water retention, your sleep schedule, just everything, your memory, all that stuff. So making sure you're prioritizing health is something that I'm really glad I started doing when I was about uh, probably like 22, 23. Okay, number 13 is falling in love with Jesus will change everything. Being obedient brings tons of peace and blessings to your life. The biggest change and the most positive change I think I ever did for myself was just falling in love with Jesus. And I can firmly say I probably did this about three years ago and it changed everything. It changed my life, my dating, my job what I do, how I spend my money, how I spend my time, my friendships, my quiet times, my car rides, how I invest in people, how I love people, how I look at myself, my identity, my worth, my value, my money, literally everything. And falling in love with Jesus is where I find true peace, hope, and joy, and freedom, and just all the things, like all the abundance, all the just true joy that I have in my life is because I fell in love with Jesus. And that is what changed my life above all of these things is this main thing. But I also think learning to be obedient and following God is what brings peace and brings blessings in your life. Now, I don't think that we be obedient just to get blessings, but being obedient is a byproduct. Sorry, blessings are a byproduct of obedience. And I think the Lord wants to bless us and he wants to bless his children that are obedient to him. And so doing it not out of obligation, but out of like a reverence and an awe of the Lord of just like, God, I love you. Your ways are better for me. And I want to follow them because I know they're better for me. And so, um, that is what definitely wholeheartedly changed my life for the, for the best. And the biggest change that I did for me just spiritually was just knowing who Jesus is and knowing who Jesus says I am. There's lawnmower guy. He is back hoping that he goes somewhere else. Cause I don't know if y'all can hear it's a little loud. The next thing that I wanted to say is 14, and it's always do your part of making things right or doing the right thing. If you can lie your head down at night and feel good about who you are and the decisions you're making, that is what matters. So what I mean in this is that even again, if no one's looking and if there's, you know, something that you could easily get away with, but in reality, like the truth will always come out, like do your part of doing the right thing. Because there are times like when someone's not even looking and you could just very easily leave that shopping cart in the middle of the parking lot. You could pick up that $20 bill that someone dropped and just steal it, whatever. But I really do believe, again, lying your head down at night and knowing that you are being someone full of integrity and you're doing the right thing is what matters. And I also think this can go into relationships of 
going the extra mile to making sure that you are being kind and clear. And if you need to say sorry to someone and maybe they don't even apologize or maybe they don't say sorry back or maybe they don't accept your apology, you know wholeheartedly that you did your part and that's what matters. That You can say, hey, I did all I can do to make things right, to be full of integrity, to lie my head down at night and to say I did a good thing. That is what matters. And I really do believe that if you can feel good about who you are and others are even agreeing with this, others are like, yes, you did the right thing then that is what matters. And I think that's a priority we should make in our lives. Okay, number 15 is don't make decisions alone. There is safety in numbers and wisdom is within counsel. Proverbs twelve fifteen says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. I had to learn this the hard way in college when I dated this idiot and everyone told me it wasn't a good idea and I started to make secret decisions and doing things on my own and I started to live a very secret life. And that is what got me into the deepest ditch of regret and shame and guilt and the dumbest decisions I ever made. So trust me, take it from me, make decisions within counsel. Don't do life alone. You know, have people around you that are being like, yeah, this is a great idea or this is a bad idea. Don't do, don't do big decisions alone and always seek counsel, seek wisdom from God. Ask God, is this what you want? Is this relationship what you want? This job, this career path, whatever you're doing. Ask God and don't make decisions on your own and make rash decisions. We're like, this is fine. Because in the end, we tend to regret those and we end up making these decisions that we look back and we're like, how did I end up getting here? And it's because you started making decisions on your own in secrecy or alone or you didn't seek anybody or you thought it was a good idea. And then in reality, it probably wasn't. And so you end up regretting it. And I don't want that to happen to y'all. So take it from me. Make choices with other people. Okay, number 16 is the more you think of others, the happier you'll be. Sometimes we get so fo- <laughs> Sometimes we get so focused on ourselves and our own problems that they seem so grand that we often end up missing what others need and how we can help them too and be a blessing to them too. I've talked about this before, but this is still something I tend to have to work on a lot is just making sure I'm not only thinking about myself and this is something my family has called me out on a ton and even my best friends. But it's just not only looking at what does this do for me? How does this serve me? What can I get out of this? You know, what are my problems, my needs, my wants, my dreams, my blah, 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 blah. Instead of not just looking at yourself all the time, it's like, what do others need? What around, who around me needs prayer or needs a blessing or needs money or needs just a food, a a meal or needs a hug or needs some flowers? Like, because then again, I think that we tend to just miss what other people need, how they're hurting, what they're struggling with when we're just like, oh, everything's about me and like, it's not even that you're making the conscious decision, but I think we need to be more conscientious of looking at others and asking people, what do you need? How can I pray for you? And you find so much fulfillment in doing this, I promise you. So I really think that this is something that we should continually work on is just how can I bless someone today? How can I bless others today? How can I give back? How can I love? How can I serve? And I really do think that you'll be so much more happier and more fulfilled because you know, when we're only looking at ourselves, our, our problems become this like huge mountain because we're so obsessed with like our needs when other people have other mountains too. And I think ours becomes smaller when we look at other people's mountains as well. You know what I mean? Cause then ours are only so big because it's like all we, all we can think of, you know what I mean? So just an encouragement, think of others as well. Number 17 is everything is fleeting. And I've talked about this before. But the car, the shoes, the house, the outfit, the followers, it will never be fully satisfying. If you feel like there is more to life, yes, there is. And his name is Jesus, and he is full satisfaction, and we find fulfillment 
by helping others know him too and by knowing him. So I've talked about this before. Check out my podcast where I talk about um, Hollywood and like the truth about Hollywood and YouTube or something like that because I talk all about this there. But as I've gone through my life and I'm sorry, this guy with the freaking lawnmower just keeps walking by my window. Um, as I've gone through life and I've had, you know, as my career's evolved and everything and I've gone through the YouTube journey, I've had, you know, success, I guess you could say, and some money and shoes and traveling and all that stuff. It, it is very fun. I'm very thankful for everything. But at the end of the day, it just, it, it is so fleeting. It never brings you true joy, true happiness, true satisfaction because you get it and temporarily it feels so good. And then you're like, next, when's the next pair of shoes? When's the next trip? When's the next thing? And it never satisfies you fully like Jesus will, will always do. And that's what I also had to learn the hard way. Just going through this whole journey is just wondering like, why do I not feel happy? Is there more to life? And a hundred percent, there is more to life. And I'm here to tell you that if you're wondering, is there more to life? Yes, there is more to life. And his name is Jesus. And so just remembering that, you know, those things can be fine and dandy all within moderation, within balance. If you're not making them an idol, all that stuff, but they will never satisfy. So just making, so just making sure that you have the right heart posture when you are buying things or doing things it's just knowing that, yeah, of course I'm, I'm in this life to still enjoy it. And God wants us to have enjoyment and fulfillment and abundance, but knowing that true joy satisfaction will only come from Jesus at the end of the day. Number 18, and I'm almost done here is sometimes the dirtiest parts of your story are the very same parts that someone else needs to hear for their freedom. You just might have the key to someone else's freedom. The enemy will always come to destroy and disqualify you, but you are entitled to freedom as a daughter and a son of the King. And it says in John 8, 36, whom the son sets free is free indeed. The more you talk about your story, the more you talk about whatever you're going through, the less power it holds. Let go of the shame and walk in full freedom. So all the things, the dirtiest parts of my story, things I've been through, my marriage, you know, struggling with perhaps uh, the masturbation and porn addiction when I was younger, um, the partying, the drinking, all that stuff, all the crap that I've been through in my life. Um, those are the very things that I'm able to now relate to with others. I'm able to help others find freedom. Whenever someone thinks I'm this perfect Christian, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, if you had known me three years ago, four years ago, five years ago, I'm like, you would know I'm the furthest thing from perfect. I'm in need of a savior. And the only reason why I was able to overcome those is because of Jesus, because of his blood, because he helped me. And in confession by me bringing others into that. And it's really cool now seeing what my story, my past, my journey is now been able to do to help others because I've been able to help other girls get out of abusive, toxic relationships. I've been helping other girls, you know, deal with self-esteem with addictions, with avoiding partying and drinking and sleeping around and all that stuff. Um, not that sleeping around was like a huge big part of my story, but I wasn't a virgin and I lost that to the guy that I married. But, um, I, I just feel like your story is so meant to bring God glory. It's meant to help someone else. And the more you talk about it, the less, the less power it has. And the enemy wants you to think it's this big, grand, scary thing. And he's like, if you share it, what will they think? But sometimes when you just share it flippantly, like just the way that I did, it's like, yeah, whatever. Like that's part of my story. Yeah, I was married. Yeah, I was addicted. Yeah, I was whatever. The less power it holds because that's what the enemy wants to do is hold it over your head of like, look what you did. And you're like, yeah, but look what God did. And look where God brought me. And he's already the conqueror, conqueror of my past and my story. And I'm already using this story for his glory. And he's taking beauty from ashes, things that we deem as ashes and irreparable and irrefixable. God's like, no, 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 no. Look who I am. And again, 
whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So when the sun sets free, sets you free, when God sets you free, you are free. And so that's when it just, it's super important just to go to the Lord with these traumas or these past stories or these past addictions and be like, God, I can't do this on my own because you can't, you absolutely cannot. And let him be the way that you find freedom and joy and, and release from this pain or addiction or anything that you're going through. And don't do it alone. I'm telling you, don't do it alone. Hope that's encouraging. The next one is 19. It's fitting in kills your own creativity and uniqueness. Be happy with who God made you to be. He did not create you just to blend in and have no originality. Be set apart. This is something I wish I could just shake my younger self and just smack her over the head and be like, you idiot. Okay, not really, but still be like, Janine, like you're trying so dang hard to fit in and to look like everyone that you're losing who God called you to be. You're losing your own creativity. You're losing the calling and purpose that God placed on your life by trying to be a replicate of someone else. Like her journey is so different than your journey. It's not meant to look identical. Like God didn't make you a twin with that person. He made you individual for a reason. You know, and so there's just so many times where like I was just trying to dress like them or talk like them or act like them or drink like them or fit in that I lost myself in the process. And God was just like, I never intended that for you because like I named you who you are for a reason. Like you are one of a kind. You're my daughter. And I didn't call you to blend in. And I know I always say this, but like if we look like the rest of the world, we're doing something else because we are called to be set apart. We're called to look different. We're called to be in the world, but not of the world. And so be okay with your differences, be okay with not fitting in, be okay with not maybe having the most trendy stuff or talking the way everyone does or whatever, like be okay with not doing what everyone else does. Because, you know, there's going to be times where people again are going to be like, huh? Like you don't want to come out and party. You don't want to smoke with us. You don't want to date this guy. Why are you not hooking up? And you can be like, that's, you know, that's your prerogative, but this is personally not my prerogative. And this is what I'm choosing. I'm choosing the path of life and the narrow road. And in the end, I just think that it will bring out a whole different separate confidence in you and a creativity that God has designed uniquely for you. And I just keep thinking, I'm like, imagine if all the artists that we listen to today or the, you know, whether that's music or paintings or whatever, like imagine if they tried to look like everyone else. Like everyone would be like, what? Like you're literally just duplicating them. Like I don't want to listen to a duplicate. They want to listen to the original piece. That's why people are willing to buy original art because it's original. So be original and in, in whatever that is for you, like own that and be so proud of that. And, um, just rock that because we are called to be set apart as children of God. All right, you guys, we've made it to number 20. I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast thus far. I think this has just been kind of fun and it was really cool just to reflect on all this stuff. But number 20 is be always thankful look for things to smile about, look for the rainbow, hold back the complaining, vent to certain people, but count your blessings. I do believe that there is always something we can be thankful for, always, you know, a blessing. There's a rainbow somewhere. And something that I had to learn the hard way, I think in high school, I complained a lot. My subscribers even called me out for it. My best friend growing up called me out for it. And she was like, you complain a lot. And I was like, oh my gosh, you're right. And so even my best friend, Penny, she really helped me get this different attitude of instead of going somewhere and being like, oh, this sucks. And this is so gross. And this is da, 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 going and instead being like, wow, I'm really thankful. I have a bed to sleep on. I'm really glad that there's AC here and I'm really glad there's food or whatever. Like always looking for the light at the tunnel, looking for the rainbow, looking for the blessings, count your blessings because you never know when you can lose those blessings. So cherishing them, being thankful. There's always something to smile about. And just changing your mindset of thinking positive, positively versus negatively. 
And I just think that will overall change your mental health and just happiness. You guys, that was 20 things I've learned since getting older. I hope that was helpful. Let me know on the Happy and Healthy Instagram because we'll probably do like a little um, picture of just letting us know or having y'all comment on like what things you've learned uh, since you've been growing up and what are things from this podcast podcast that you found to be helpful or things you resonated with. I would just love to hear your overall feedback. So make sure you guys go check out the Happy and Healthy Instagram and you can go comment there and let us know how you enjoyed this episode. Uh, but yeah, let me know what are some things that you've learned. I would love to hear that as well. I really hope this was helpful, encouraging. Um, this is just, again, me coming from being 27 years old and just learning things the hard way. And I really hope this was helpful and encouraging. And I overall just love y'all so much. My whole goal is just to help y'all be more happy and healthy in your life. And again, I post these every single Tuesday. So make sure you guys stay up to date. And um, please share when you're listening. I love to know when y'all are listening. So tag me and tag the Happy and Healthy Podcast. That'd be great. And I hope this was helpful. And I will see you guys next Tuesday for another episode. Stay happy and healthy. Please all go scout. Bye.